from the Ticats Audio Network. This is Ticats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Ticats Today for a Thursday, November the 20th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network. Louis Butko here with you as we get even closer to our final show, our penultimate show, which I always love that word, second to last, penultimate show of the season uh, for this Thursday as, uh, again, we wrap up this season tomorrow. But today, uh, we've gotten through all our sound from Locker Cleanout Day. I got no news to tell you about. I thought by now, maybe, I'd have some CFL All-Star news that I could pass along your way and maybe talk to any Ticats who have been named CFL All-Stars. But uh, we don't have that information yet. <laughs> uh, yet to name the uh, League All-Stars. Uh, but we'll try to stay on top of that, and hopefully we get it uh, tomorrow or before tomorrow. Uh, and and who knows? Maybe if we don't, I'll uh, they'll ask me to be back next week to do a little bonus show or bonus shows throughout the off season. Who knows? We'll uh, we'll find that out together. Uh, coming up on today's show. In fact, right now, very pleased to be joined by Ticats Audio Network analyst Luke Tasker and. Uh, uh, Luke, you've been on the uh, the airwaves already this week. You wrapped up your season of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. And I guess let's start there. What were some of the takeaways? Was there one big takeaway that you got out of Coach or something that stuck with you from your final episode of the season? He's just, he's just as humble as a person can be and not in a way uh, where, you know, somebody tells themselves, hey, I want to be really humble. You know, <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. it's really it's really uh, authentic and he's um, uh, very, very real um, about some changes that need to be, that need to be made. And, and of course, you know, details were not spoken uh, as far as his specific changes that are going to be made, but you can tell from his tone, you know, he's, he's ready to do whatever it's going to take in order to win uh, a gray cup. And um, he kind of said, he mentioned in that last Montreal game, the Eastern semifinal, they weren't, they didn't play good enough to win. Like they weren't going to win that game, uh, you know, playing that way. Um, and, and it certainly wasn't the best that they had played uh, all year. Uh, so he's disappointed. And I know, uh, you know, I touched on the fact briefly there because it struck me that I only ever once in my career won the last game of my season. And that happens to be the year that you're, that we were the worst and didn't even make the playoffs. But Truly, it that that the end of that year does feel a little different. Even though you're terrible, you didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, we started off zero and seven or zero and eight, whatever it was. But you did win the last game of the year. <clears throat> yeah, and and you know you did kind of kind of it changes the tone. Every other year, even fifteen and three, go to the Grey Cup, losing the Eastern Finals, whatever. You, you end on a loss and you end, you know, abruptly, you know, you don't have time to prep for the end of that season. So exit meetings are tough and, uh, but he was authentic and, and, uh, and, and, you know, like he, like he always is. I mean, he was great, yeah. great to chat with. And it is a, from a player's perspective, it's a, it's a tough time of year. Like, you know, that you're in there every day with those guys that you really love and respect. And then, then it's just, it's going to end all of a sudden everybody just yeah. is out of there in a week and uh, you know, it's tough. And and they've got uh, the Ticats have to sort of make some changes as they go forward. I, I remember that uh, 2017 season. Cause there was that belief in the room, right? I mean, cause it wasn't, you were knocked out of the playoffs probably week 16 or week 17. So that we, you knew going into that game, you know, it didn't matter. But there was such a belief in that room, and that really set the 
the pedestal for what came in 2019, which again, which set up in 2019, uh, that, that great 15 and three season. But to that point, those teams looked very different going into 2023, great cups in Hamilton. They know what it's going to take to get there. Do you get the sense that this team might look a little different come, uh, come June, uh, come a training camp next year? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that they're going to get some, some veteran presence, um, uh, offensively and receiver wise. Um, I don't know what to expect, uh, in the quarterback play Louie. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's interesting. You had good play from Dane and from Matt Shields this year. And of course there was just the whole thing was kind of up in the air at, at many times as well. So, you know, who knows what to expect there. Um, and, and I, I just think when you have a year that, that under, you know, underperforms the expectations, you know, there, there's really no, like, like it just always is the case that things are going to get mixed up from the top down and yeah. stuff. And I mean, I, it would blow my mind if, if Orlando Steinauer was coaching in a different place than Hamilton next year. I don't yeah. think that's, I, I just don't expect it, but we don't know. We're not privy to these things, but I, I think coach O is a great answer for this organization. Um, and, and, uh, that, that would be a, a, a shock to me, but, uh, who knows what to expect other than that. And, and it just, so, you know, it, this is a performance industry. There's just a, a year like that kind of calls for some change up whether, uh, you know, and it could come in any place. Yeah. Um, and the, the sports entertainment business, I mean, coach, coach says it quite, quite often that, you know, they're, they're a results-based uh, business too. So uh, that Ty Cats great cup drought. I know we don't have to talk about it. I know people who listen to this mm-hmm. show are well aware, but uh, you know, another great cup, a full great cup. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be huge for this organization uh, next year. Uh, let's go back to that East semifinal because it was almost a perfect encapsulation, encapsulation of what the Ticat season was, right? Like one, showing flashes of like that third quarter defensively. And then, you know, Matt takes over and has a big drive, but turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. That's that, I feel like that's how we're going to remember this season. Yeah. And Coach O touched on that yesterday too. Like it's, it is just, it was mind blowing the turnover ratio and it quickly shot up to 20 or sorry, negative 20 in, in the ratio, you know, this year. And um, yeah, that certainly is the story. I, I think that it was like you, you had times where you had quarters where the Ticat offense would drive right down the field, you know, twice in a row. And then you'd have whole quarters or halves where it seemed like first downs were, you know, a rare commodity to have um you, you kind of had a back and forth all season too with a lot of position groups the offensive line finally found some consistency but running back quarterback receiver you know constant changes there uh, i think there were some bright spots uh, unfortunately the, you know the special teams uh for montreal played really well in that eastern semifinal i thought the special teams was was uh, a bright point throughout the year uh for the hamp for the tie cats um, and the kick and the kicking game as well. Uh, Seth small was certainly a bright, bright point in the year. And um, yeah, there, there's, there's some level of consistency and, and, you know, a trustworthiness to make big plays that, that seems to be missing. Um, Tim white had a breakout year this year. I think that's safe to say uh, Stephen Dunbar coming up big in, in the East fine in East semis there last week with a big touchdown. Um, but Braylon Addison is going to be coming off a, a tough injury. 
you mentioned that you think they should get some veteran leadership, but where do you see Tim White ceiling after having watched him the last two years? Um, I, I think he's going to be a really good player in the league. I think he'll continue to to excel that way. Um, you know, you think to the last drive, final drive win in Calgary. Mm. Um, you think to some of the catches he made in the first half of that of that game uh, in Montreal. He seemed to he stepped up at big times. You know, it's a great sign of somebody who's going to be a longtime contributor. Uh, who understands the game. It was a, he did, he was an impressive, he was impressive to watch this year. You know, I hope personally that, that we see more Braylon Addison. Mm -hmm. I I can't speak highly enough about him. Uh, Even, even, even Tim White, like he's going to be helped by a guy like Braylon. If he, if he's going to, if he can continue to uh, perform in his career, Uh, Braylon has a very, very special ability um understanding the chains it's not just that though it's not just knowing where the chains are and running your route to the correct depth it's just like doing like finding doing any any way you can catching and getting to the to the chains and it's it's really really you can it can go unnoticed in a way that that when he's out there producing it just looks like a guy doing his job but the reality is other people don't do their jobs that way yeah and Braylon is that kind of guy who knows? It's, it is a tough injury too. So, uh, but Tim white, you know, I, I would expect the tie cats to, to want him back um, uh, desperately and, and for him to continue to be a, a good part of the organization. What would your advice to him as someone who has been in his shoes, someone who has had success in the CFL early on, and now you're going into year three, uh, you've learned some things year over year. What would your advice to him as someone who has been literally almost in his shoes? Yeah. Um, for, as a young guy coming up in the league, like his physical skill set is not lacking you know, he, he is a real, um, real playmaker and he has the, a world-class, uh, physical skill set. Um, you, you see, uh, as you, as you get further along in your career, you start to see it slows down for you. And I would, my advice would be to really, uh, be an excellent student of the CFL game, really identify and understand CFL defenses uh, and to, you know, sign sort of the, the, the classic old, just, just, you know, keep your, keep working hard. I mean, I was yeah. at my best when I was, you know, uh, catching jug machine or doing, I, I did all kinds of tennis ball things. Like I, when I was, when I was really perfecting uh, the little nuanced uh, uh, trades of a wide receiver, um, the plays start to come easier to you on the field. And when you have a really, really thorough knowledge of uh, CFL defenses and your own concepts, but that kind of comes first, you know, the knowledge of your own offense comes first and the knowledge of what you're looking at on the field is sort of the next level. And uh, as those things grow hand in hand, I mean, you really can, you know, and, and of course, God willing, you're healthy as well. Like then, mm-hmm. then, then you really can become dominant. Well, and, and I remember you talking about it, those catches that Tim made in that Calgary game, how like those were kind those were almost career defining catches because they're moments where you can say, I've been here, I've done that, I've made that play. And most people, I don't think most people know, he took a shot in that Calgary game. I believe he had some dental work done uh, on the previous play and then it needed the dental work, I should say, and then still made that play uh, in the mm. end zone. Um, defensively, 
Jovan Santos Knox, I have to think, you know, if we're talking about guys who the Ticats should want back next year, he, he's got to be right up the top of the list. And talking to Coach Washington about it yesterday uh, or uh, earlier this week, he, he kind of alluded to that, that he was a leader. You know, when you're the mic, you have the mic. And I feel like Jovan mm-hmm. Santos Knox should be at the top of the Ticats uh, list. Yep. I loved watching him play this year. He's, you know, uh, leading, leading in tackles and, and makes plays. And, you know, like you said, that, that Mike position is put in a position to make a lot of tackles, you know, it's just the natural, um, uh, you know, responsibility of that inside of inside of the linebacking core. And he did a great job. I mean, I just, when I think of the Ticat defense, I mean, this was really, yeah, they had games where, I mean, Trevor Harris in the beginning of the Eastern semifinal really was kind of unstoppable. He, as he threw the ball down the field, and that's going to happen on any defense for spells during games or during a season. But this was an impressive group. Um, their ability to pressure the quarterback and to, and to uh, defend passes and, of course, defend the run. Um, I loved watching. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think Mark Washington did a, did a, had a really good season. I mean, I think he put his guys in positions to make plays. Um, I would, it's almost to me, seems like in that category, it's sort of a uh, retention uh, game. Yeah. You know, how many guys can, um, how similar can that lineup look? Uh, take us back into your playing days. What would this week look like for you after you, Monday? You, you have your meetings, you clean your locker out. What, how do you adjust to, to postseason life? It is hard, man. It's kind of, it just is a, very abrupt end you know like yeah. i said you never are expecting it you're expecting to pr- be prepping for toronto right now um it's tough you know you kind of want to close up loose ends relationally you know you want to say thank you to, to all the people in the in the training room and to drew and the equipment staff and certainly to your coaches and you kind of have to you kind of make your rounds in that way mm-hmm. um and you know you're you're you got logistically you're packing up your locker you're packing up your apartment i mean it's it, you know it's a lot and it's sort of like it's sort of not the most fun you know we always sort of tended to, to find time to do one more thing together with the guys you know um uh just to you know if you're gonna you know part ways for six months or more and so uh you know you, you take care of those things but you know such is the nature of football man it just it's yeah. it's um part of the reason it's so great and so special is because it doesn't last forever and so he kind of, for me, it was a big part was saying, you know, a proper thank you to anybody, anybody and everybody who, uh, who deserved it. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's, it's always a weird day. I, you know, I've been to many, a locker cleanouts uh, in my days. There's, there's that last day of school vibe, right. Where, you know, some guys are going off somewhere else. Some guys like that group of guys will never be together in that same room. Right. And, and you've battled through so much and coach talked about this and everybody who went up on the podium uh, this week has talked about it is that, they didn't turn on each other and to hear it said again and again and again and again, a, you know, it's true. And B it puts into perspective how easily in a locker room division can happen and how impressive it is when it doesn't. It is impressive. And it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's a testament to the organization top down that, you know, at times, you know, it's if you're it's hard you see a group or maybe a position group playing you know lights out like really doing what they need to do to win a championship and if other areas are struggling well you know it wouldn't be hard to imagine in any group of people you know in a business or at or in a in a school setting or, or whatever that that you know that that group that's lagging would take some heat and 
I was just, I was a part of teams where it didn't, where it was like, like what it seems like this year had where, you know, it just wasn't what it was about, you know, like you, you, you could, you, you were just as, just as, um, you know, friendly and pleased with, with those, with those position groups that were struggling or with the, the guys that were making mistakes and you just pick each other up and it's, it's a more enjoyable experience when you're, when you're just, uh, when you have some empathy and you just love each other and try to try your best each time, no matter what. And I'm glad to hear that. It seems like, and we never know. I mean, you know, yeah. it's hard, hard to see from the outside, but it really, but like you said, so many people have doubled down on that, that you can, it seems like a trustworthy sentiment and, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's encouraging to see. I, it's, it reminds me of a lot of teams that I was on. Uh, you seem to have a, a few weeks off a little bit earlier than maybe you thought. Uh, What's what's next for Luke Tasker, my 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 guy? You know, uh, I was helping out at a D three school here in Buffalo too. Their season's ended now, so I'm kind of cooling down. We're getting ready for American Thanksgiving's coming up, and then Christmas, of course. But I, you know, I'm in, real estate never sleeps here either, which is which is my other my other yeah. life. So we're we're kind of we're still uh, busy there, but the family's doing great, and we're kind of looking forward to uh, you know ha- having a, a slower winter uh, as 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 football kind of goes away. Uh, I get the sense that uh, your dad and I will be sharing uh, Thanksgiving in the same place this year. Uh, I'm heading yes. down to Detroit for the uh, the Bills game, so I oh, I, cool. I, I assume uh, I assume Mr. Tasker will be there uh, for the, for the game. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah. I just, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll cross paths. Who knows? Um, That's great, <laughs> but, yeah. but man, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you connecting all season long. Uh, we didn't get to see each other as, as much as we did, uh, the previous season, but, uh, oh, you're, I know, still you're too remote, man. We <laughs> haven't, uh, I feel like I've, I've only seen you in person, maybe a handful of times. I, hey, but every time we did though, it, it was special. And, uh, just like these <laughs> chats, man, uh, appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate you doing this and have a great off season. Thanks, Louis. Talk to you. And my thanks to Luke Tasker for joining me today and all season long. And uh, my thanks to you as well. Uh, That'll do it for us today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow to say goodbye on the season, to close the book, to write the final chapter. Uh, We'll do it here tomorrow on Ticats today on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday. And we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.